This is awkward analysis. This is awkward analysis. This, this is, is awkward analysis, huh? <laughs> what I don't know is why we haven't done a pre-recorded one of these at this point. This is <laughs> awkward analysis. What, num- what number are we at? We're like 40 this is something. Not number 50. This is 50. So, uh, congratulations. Yeah. It's, 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 it's funny because I'm like, I always think like... This must be confusing for some people because we have the episode runs, which is like at 72 now. Mm-hmm. And then we have the AA runs that were like, we're at 50 now. That's why I stopped numbering the bottle caps. I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm just, just going to put bottle but caps. But that, that, that's even weirder. There's someone out there who's like, well, you actually have 13 BCs as opposed yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not numbering those. There's well, too many like... numbers. Too many numbers. I just, it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> Whatever. This these are issues. We do, we we do we review comics here, so I put the numbers to make it like comic kind of. I just I don't know what I'm saying. I'm like drunk or something because I'm just going we we we. We do a lot of things, but yeah. in this case, you decided we're adding numbers on specific. I make an ad, I made an executive decision. That's fine. You can have the numbering. You're in charge of all Excel spreadsheets and numbering. Easy. I just didn't want three numbers. Episode numbers, BC numbers, AA numbers. So what total numbers. number are we on for episodes recorded between you and I? A hundred and something. Yeah. We're getting close to 200. Do we have plans for that? We're getting close to 200. I don't, I don't know. But the four people <laughs> listen to us care. They do. They want to hear more about Superman's death. And I'm all for it. Still, our That was our highest one still. I th- And I think the secret was just titling it Superman's death. Superman death. Sheer, Superman sheer death. curiosity. That was pandemic times, though. That's when podcasts were ripe. Everybody wanted to... Everyone wanted to make them. They're still ripe. People haven't stopped listening to them. They just can't get as drunk as they could at home. It's yeah. Getting drunk at home. It's just... And we're, we're, our, our advertising is so <laughs> inconsistent. <laughs> like, hey, so could you guys like and subscribe? <laughs> because... <laughs> We keep scratching our heads like, how come more people aren't listening to us? It's because we're not doing the bare minimum of saying, hey, like and subscribe. Let us know that we're, you're alive out there and that you like what we're doing. To be uh, fair, that was Stat Boy's job. Stat Boy had like a dangerous run, especially during the pandemic. Like that guy just <laughs> fell off. <laughs> like he jumped out of the deep end. <laughs> son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I mean, Stat Boy... The stat, he, she, I don't like Dachshund. They, they will, re, will will return at some point. But yeah, uh, this is in not. Mean- no, I was gonna say this is not indicative of Coke and Dank tradition of us avoiding what we're supposed to be talking about. No, in the meantime, this is we just are giving talking about- the the longest intro ever. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna stretch this. I'm gonna get to like 20 minutes. We are talking about. Wait, before you say that, I think for the two. <laughs> The title's right there. They know. Look, this is... <laughs> yeah, we read a comic book. Called Saga. There we go. Saga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need points. Volume one. Published by Image Comics in 2012. Written by Canadian Canada's very own Brian K. Vaughn. And drawn by Fiona Staples. This was back in the... Back in 2012, this was the comic to read. It probably still is today. But I know there's a big hiatus between, I think, 2018 and 2022. Where he didn't write anything. But, yeah, this is like this was a huge, huge deal when it came out. Um, 
we're finally doing this is one of the most popular comics i guess contemporary comic books out there i'm not sure what number they're at now i think they're in the 60s but uh this was the this is the very first one so this collects what number issues one to six right so yeah i have that's the, where it all began it, you 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 had an interesting remark where you said like one of the most popular contemporary comics out there and i agree but what do you attribute that to like when you first picked up this book because you you sent me this book to read and we're finally yeah talking about yeah it, but. so i just say popular as in you know what i mean i don't, I don't know if it's it, just people love this book i don't necessarily love it but i i understand like i recognize what's good about it um it's very unique so the what they do right they do really really right mm-hmm. right so when we talk about the art of it like what do you think of the art oh it, it looks it, it looks fantastic right it's amazing um yeah and it works with that. Sorry, I didn't mean I'm not trying to lead into you. I was just kind of use this example. So what works here is this universe. This universe there we go. is rare. It's special. And they kind of meld sci-fi and um, fantasy. fantasy yeah. yeah, in this weird kind of space opera, which is, I hear people say, I've heard people say it's also, it's like, you know, it's like the new Star Wars. It's not mm-hmm. really that, but I understand the connections. It's something different. That, it's very But I, I can see the comparison. It's just mm-hmm. a cheap compliment that you're giving them. Like, mm-hmm. to what you're saying, this universe feels lived in. Like, whoever's writing it, we know who's writing it, Kayvon, um, understands everything that twists and turns and appears and jumps out, that when you're reading it, even though you don't fully follow all maybe the terms and kind of naming identities of different things you have to keep reading to kind of follow and learn about it so it's like a manual in that but you're you're never you never feel like you're being talked down to of like oh this pen is a wand because i just said it's a wand like there's actually a weird name for everything that's weird and you want to know more about that weird thing because it's showcased in a way that you have to keep following the narrative so but at the same time it's not too out there like they the the dialogue i have mixed feelings on some of the things in this book dialogue being one of them but they talk like we do <laughs> like they'll be like the fuck is your problem right <laughs> like in, and it's like space opera so i think that kind of helps ground uh how weird it is because it's very weird it's not in a bad way it's in a good there. way well i mean weird is weird right like that's subjective. yeah it's yeah fair enough but, but it, one, I, one hope, the, I think the, one I think of the way think the way they talk is is kind of helps like making it kind of familiar at the same time you know what i mean right because when you look at it like one of the antagonists is a prince with a robe with like a tv screen for a head and that would be jarring but it just makes sense in the world especially the way that he gets introduced so there's always something random that you're just like huh but like like you were saying, the dialogue kind of falls through with, oh, this makes sense. Everybody understands what's going on here. The only one that's the outcast is the audience. Yeah. So we're not really being guided through, although they they use an amazing trope to bring the audience in this first story, right? Like, it's, it, we're kind of looking back, even though it's a present story, because we're hearing it from the viewpoint of Hazel. Hazel, yes, yeah. Yes. And even trying to get to her name was kind of a fun, like, oh, you're not naming her this, right? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's 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 very very. You cannot take away how unique it is, how um, creative it is. It's very. It's almost like it's like when you're a kid and you have all these ideas on how to make this and that, and you want to do this that. Like somehow, uh, Brian and Fiona like put that together. Like they harness that like mm-hmm. kid imagination and brought it to 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 realism, and it's that's really really cool about it. That's the best part about it is the universe and the, the building and just how different it is and how it all seems to work, even though there's like there's ghosts, there's aliens, there's monsters, there's, you know, there's romance, guns that there's can raunchiness. Like, yeah, explode. There's swords yeah. that like need secrets in order to activate. And again, to what you were saying, it doesn't seem like and then it seems like everything has a place and a purpose and an understanding. And even if they don't get to use it, it still belongs in this world. Right. So. Uh, there's a lot of care taken to the characters, uh, especially considering how many characters kind of get sacrificed in this first run. So, yeah, now you read a little further than the six issues. I've only read so this is I've read the six the this first six issues like back when it was new, and now I'm reading it again for the second time uh, for this, and I've never gone past that, and I've never gone past that because although this is a very popular book and I really appreciate what it's doing, it never grabbed me. <laughs> and even the That's second fair. time reading it, it did not grab me. And I'm, and I was, this was a hard one to write about chat. Sorry. I, this was a challenging one to write about because okay. um, we just talked about, I was just talking about how much I love the universe and how much I appreciate the creativity and everything. But at the same time, um, the plot and the dialogue are kind of mixed bag to me. Like, like we were talking about the dialogue, it helps ground us, but at the same time, it's some of the characters are a little cheesy. <laughs> you know, like like when we come off of if it, when they're trying to be funny, you know what I mean? Like okay. they're trying to be a little more menacing. Like one of my favorite characters is actually like you said that Prince Robot the Fourth, right. because he's he seems the most like on point. I guess Marcus does too, or Marco does too, because he's Alana's like she jokes around a lot, and maybe yeah. that's her way of coping. Well, and she's just sarcastic, like, right? Like that. yeah, yeah, you she's get her personality like. I'm I'm surprised you didn't like uh, I will or uh, the will no see that's and that's that's who I have the biggest problem with actually is the will whereas like this this is a perfect I'm glad you brought that up because the will the, the bounty hunters in this world this, this is one thing I love is the bounty hunters in the world all are called the something okay yeah that's sure. really cool the will has his lion cat with him which is like a giant <laughs> cat who works as a lion cat. that's cool that's Very new cool. that's yep. whenever you whenever you're talking to the cat just goes lying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's dope, but then there's like the fact that he wants to go take a vacation on basically the sex planet of the universe. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. But then it's like at the same time, it's like they have to. Once again, he's just the bounty hunter with a heart of gold, and it's like okay, like we've seen this before. Mm. What happened? The way they they the way they demonstrate that I don't think was, ne- was yeah. really necessary. That, that was, was that was fast and kind of was, forced. But yeah, yes, we're yes. supposed to, we're supposed to like him. We're supposed, to, but they're like, we don't know that whole thing with the with that whole thing with because we can talk. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. The, the he goes to the sex trade planet and then he gets offered like a six year old girl as a as a yeah he uh, he walks to the planet and like there's strippers and like there's orgies there's fairies like he walks down the stairs and like it's already like debauchery kind of like people having sex everywhere that's cool everybody just it's like a yeah, big orgy he's in like, oh hey and then he walks down kind of what would be the red light district and he has like different women and like aliens in the window and he's like mm, not bad not bad not bad and then he meets the dude who's like like this is it like there's got to be more and he's like i've got the perfect thing for you right so like 
any reader can kind of feel like, oh, this, here's where it gets nefarious, right? Like, if you didn't like sex at this level, then yeah. what lies beneath isn't going to be good. And as you were saying, in, in my mind, I thought it was like people going to be eating each other or something and like they're getting <laughs> off to it. And then all of a it's like a six year old human girl yeah. or what we would assume was human girl. And I'm just like, I was. That was that was an odd choice. <laughs> just dark. Like, it's very dark. very dark. And and I don't have a problem with the creators creating, right? This is the world that's lived in. They want you know they want you to know it's it's grimy, mm-hmm. in in the grossest kind of way. But at the same time, it's like listen, if you really want me to like him, or like think that he's a good guy, you could just make me earn that, like or make him earn that. You don't have to just go there's one thing, and now he saves his girl from the sex trade but then doesn't really you know it's like all right that's that was an interesting well, choice. gave him a like, purpose right like this was this was long before the mandalorian but you can kind of see the whole mandalorian thing happening there yes yeah that's why i'm not trying to make comparisons to that because that's yeah you're right this is 10 years before or whenever that that show debuted this came out in 2012 right but i just thought that was kind of weird it's like no you have to like this guy here's why it's like well i Okay, so we have a bounty hunter with a heart of gold. We, you know, we've seen that before with Wolverine, with anybody who's kind of gruff but nice. Then you get the main story, which is Alana and Marco, which is basically a and Romeo and Juliet yes. story with a MacGuffin child. Everybody wants them dead, but they want the kid. They're star-crossed lovers from different... Like, I'm like, this is kind of... I don't know. This is like this is stuff we've seen before. So yeah, but th- that's the best part of this book, right? Like, if you don't like the B storyline, that's fair. Like the bounty hunter stuff, and again, that's going to be the slow burn. We're going to figure out what his whole kind of real motive and purpose is when it finally circles around. But the way that they introduce it's Marco and uh, Elena, Elena, or Alana. I don't know how to pronounce. I say Elena, but Elena. Because we just jump into their action as we think it's present time, but then the way that the artist kind of draws in Hazel's voice, it's kind of like whispers or like smoke screen. Like it breaks the mold of being in uh, thought bubbles and actual conversation. It really seems more like Hazel's looking back on how she made it to where she is now. And I really dug that. Like that made me like the parents more knowing that because she kind of gives a little secret of like one of them doesn't make it or like both of them don't make it to where i am in current day right so it seems like the book is trying to catch up to where hazelin is today that you kind of see how far her parents had to go to get her here like i love that like that was great so yeah so that's like i said i've only read the 60s so i'm only talking about this arc i want so, everybody listening to know that i'm not talking about the series who cares if you, really, again we're never gonna no, but i don't know I, and i'm no. only i'm only talking about the six right yeah like, yeah I, I know that i'm just making it clear because i i just don't want you to think like oh i hate this i don't hate it i just none of this grabbed me none of it it's but <laughs> except for except for the universe that we're lived in right so it's, sometimes it's worse if you or like it's better if you did hate it right like there's something there visceral or like right that irked you to be like this one thing right here this character just ruined everything for me the fact that you're like indifferent says more about not necessarily the comic book or just like what you like about comic books right so there's i think there's more there to like uh interpret and kind of talk about because we've talked we've talked 30 minutes about comic books we hated right but mm-hmm. this one you're kind of like meh and you've read it twice and like Never typically I, I read it twice uh, this is one of the first books that we both read twice in the span of however yeah. long it took to read it 
And for me, it gripped me even a little more just because I remember going back to this world. But for you, you're just like, this is not my world. Yeah, it didn't. I don't know. It's weird because I like it. I appreciate it. I have fun with it. But then the stories aren't the stories and the characters aren't really grabbing me, except for Prince Robot. I think he's cool because he's Mm -hmm. got he's trying to live his life and he's he's the one getting dragged into this nonsense. And he's like, I don't want to do this, but he's got to hunt down this kid now. He has no idea who it is. Like, you know, what I mean, I think that is actually the most interesting storyline, not Marco and Elena. Technically, he's he's the most human of all the characters, right? Because you see him like when things don't work well and he's like, fuck all of you. And when they do, he's like, I'm the best. And then his and then his his wife's like, yeah, I got to You know, I'm 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 pregnant, by the way. So you need to come home. And that's a good (laughs) scene, too, because he's kind of (laughs) like he's like he's not sure like he's ready for that. But and like he's got his own flashes going on because he he has a TV for a head, obviously. But he'll have like the TV will flash every once in a while. It'll show like what he's thinking or some sort of imagery. And once in a while, it goes haywire. And I'm like, what? So like the person next was like, what was that? He's like, nothing. Don't worry about it. And it's like that. I'm telling you, I find. He's the most interesting character for me because, like you said, he, he seems the most real, but also the most ridiculous because the TV yeah, head. I don't know. And I, he's, I and like, he's royalty. And he's, yeah, and he's royalty, but he doesn't, he doesn't act like a – he kind of does act like a – No, he, uh, he's a he's a pompous asshole, but yeah. that kind of works for him, right? Like he's yeah, the one showing his scars. Because mm, he, he wants to get back to his life selfishly, but it's because he has a family coming. Like he, he has – um aspirations and desires just like anybody else it's just he has this he's royalty and he's got to clean up this mess that's happened between these two boring races i guess or planet no one's a planet one's a moon so raised i don't know we'll just call them races. factions factions there you go and one's more techie and one's more magic like this is stuff this i'm saying that that sort of stuff we've seen before now at the same time even though i'm here seemingly uh bitching about things we've seen before that doesn't mean it's a bad thing like this storyline yeah like the romeo and Juliet has been done to death that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad it's just hasn't got to the the part that's grabbed me yet so i'm not gonna like i'm not done with this book i just didn't grab me i want to keep reading because i want to know more and more i've heard that it gets better as it goes right so the first six issues is not bad and if you branch off to different characters and stuff chances are i'm gonna love it because i like the universe right it's just i don't know it's kind of a like you said indifferent yeah where i can appreciate some things and i'm just kind of eh, others and in comparison to prince robot like i will is showing no emotion right like even when he calls his ex he's kind of like hey man i need a favor and she's like well do you miss me and he's like mm. So about that favor, right? Like he seems yeah. to be someone that's holding all the cards close to his chest, whether or not that's planning down for the future. Again, this coming from Vaughn and Vaughn, I don't know how this man writes the way he writes, but he always seems to have a long distance viewpoint to where his goal is going to be. Mm-hmm. So, and and the saga is basically at like 200 issues at this point, right? Maybe even more. 60. It's at 60s. They took a four year hiatus. They're at 60 issues. But they oh, took a hiatus okay. from 2018 to 2022. Yeah, I don't know. Where to <laughs> that's that's one thing that's about this book is that it's been a very slow roller. He takes it, him and Fiona take their time with it. There's, I don't think there's been any other artists or any other. I don't think I don't know that for a fact, but I'm pretty sure it's just the two of them doing this whole thing themselves. And they'll do the six issues and then take like six months off, and then they'll do another arc and then they'll take some months off. And then they take four years off, right? So. Like I'm sure that wasn't planned. I think they 
they, they probably took it off in 2018 and all of a sudden the pandemic happens. They're kind of like, all right, let's just chill for a while. Right. But it, it, it left for four years, came back and it's still hot. What does that tell you? Like, this is a popular ass comic and for good reason. I just, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, it'd be, it'd be interesting if we do, if when we do volume two, <laughs> that I'd be like, that's the, you know, or, you know, I, it's got me now. I'm like, I'm just to see when that's going to happen and how it's going to happen. Cause this well, first six did. I was going to say, let's bring the other half in of why people keep coming back. The artwork is amazing yes. and seems to break its own mold and its own rules constantly with the way that characters are introduced and just the look of, okay. So just the look alone, the character design is so imaginative. The fact that you're, we're shortcutting it by just talking about the one dude with a TV head for a screen. Like there's kind of spider women, there's like seahorses, there's everybody that's going on in that sex planet. has like their own thing going on. Like the sun goddess, like she's got her own design. That alone is amazing. But in terms of like paneling, like they break the mold constantly, whether it's, I don't think they don't do the nine, right? Like it's usually like four or sometimes two, but there've yeah, been they, scenes they, where they do the nine, yeah. there's been scenes and where dialogue where seemingly a character kind of breaks through everything and like a splash of light will hit something, right? Because it's a very magical world. And I feel the art lends itself to how magical and f- fan like fantasy based this world is like things are glowing. Ghosts are alive with half bodies and their gut still flowing out right but it's treated in such like a sensitivity that it's not jarring when you first see that girl i can't remember her name but um it's just the, ba- the babysitter what was her right name? Isabella. Uh, isabella that's just what it's like in this world right so every panel kind of has its own charm to it and uniqueness because where they decide to put like the soft light and the hard hit is crazy, but just the line work on like I was looking at a uh, Alana's uh, face and like she has like sharp lines and she's mm-hmm. she's kind of treated hard even though she's got to be soft and compared to Marco like Marco's more I guess jovial I don't know if you can draw that jovial but the way that he's drawn is slightly different especially with his massive ram horns um, you can see that the artist was definitely had an idea for how each character has to fit in this world. And the fact that Marco and Elena are at this point, the two protagonists for Hazel. I love the way that they're always kind of framing her, her being Hazel um, in protection, right? Cause they're trying to traverse in the first six issues. They're just trying to traverse from point A to point B to get this girl off this planet. Like we know it's dangerous here. How do we do this? Um, they're always kind of sandwiching, what we have to protect. You have to protect the package, right? So, like, I appreciated the kind of parental smartness and awareness of, like, you got to, you got to, like, the baby's got to stay safe, right? And there's, like, little sweet moments where um, Hazel starts laughing and you can see kind of the joy of the parents and her in the paneling, right? In the, in the frame, in the, in the page. So, it's a beautifully drawn book that I could see someone coming back to even if the story hadn't caught up yet they're like i just gotta look at it because it looks it's really really like legit and unique in its own form it's gorgeous it's a gorgeous book it, it really is and i think like i said even in in my uh current indifference i, ne- I was never bored i was never like not enjoying it i was just kind of like going through the motions but it was always nice to look at even the spider like that that thing was crazy yes. the stock yes the, like the spider legs and they're like 
some they were hands though, and I was like, and then there was like the romance, the, the yeah, romantic like past still, between him and the will. That was still drawn seductively, but still yeah. like like a terror. Weird. Like you're afraid, but you're still drawn to, so you can easily see Weird. how the the will had a connection there. Like yeah. there's those moments where I don't know how an artist knows how to do it, but they did it, and it it comes across on the page louder than the words would. And it's this weird book because it's 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 strange in a way that it's like the the art is looks so good, but then everything about the the story and what's going on is so grimy. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of dirt, a lot of darks, a lot of twisted things. But then there's like there's like this beauty to it too. Like you're saying, the happiness when like they're in the lost in the woods. It's dark and dreary. And it's there's supposed to be like monsters in there, and then uh, Hazel's laughing. So there's yeah. like. A, like the first intro when uh Alina's given birth like we're introduced to them as she's delivering yeah, hazel right. and like he's holding he's he's happy and he's holding hazel as a baby and there's all that like ambiotic fluid and stuff <laughs> that's just pouring off her and then he's like chew, like there's he's trying to bite the umbilical cord with his yeah. teeth because he doesn't want to use a sword right. there's some there's cuteness and there's 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 a beauty or there's there's a, some sort of a charm there within everything being so gross yeah (laughs) so two things right you you said graphic and that's a perfect word right like this book is very dirty and pulling no punches right like you see uh prince robot having sex with his wife and like they don't really sugarcoat anything right like things are happening the way that things are happening um i feel graphic is lending itself to this is the world that we live in and this is all normal for all of us so once kind of you get over it you just buy into how they're doing it. What we didn't talk about is how dark this book actually is. Like, this is a dark book. Like, we started off talking about kind of a, a sex trade, but that's just one corner of the universe. Like, every kind of surface you scratch, it's just, it seems like there's no hope, right? So, it's interesting that they started with kind of this little baby of hope with Hazel and again, using her as, I guess, the, the narrator, seemingly, based on at least this first arc, right? Because she's always saying, this is what my parents did to, to get me here, or this is how I met this person. Um, but like, this is a rough adventure. I'm surprised any of them kind of made it through the way that they did, and they, they had to take like some shortcuts and kind of uh, liberties, quote-unquote, um because it's it's dark like dark shit like fucked up shit is happening all over the place you can't kind of escape they're 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 very lucky that they met uh isabel or isabella i can't remember what her name i think isabel babysitter they're really lucky they met her (laughs) let's just say that This, this is a book that's like it's got like um mirages and like you said ghosts with their entrails hanging out and rocket ships that grow on trees it's weird. It's again. It, it's it seems weird. like there's no rules, but someone yeah. had to think of. No, these, but there are. Though. Yeah, someone had to think of these specific things in order to, like uh, the will, the will's agent is like a sea force, and like he has like a desk on a beach off, and they talk through bubbles. Like the, it's so random that it's not random because someone had to make yeah. all of these specific choices in order to get the story out. So. Charm is a good word for this book. It's charming. Yeah, it is charming. It is charming. Uh, anything else you want to say about it? Uh, I've I've been reading. Um, you you've read past yeah. it already, right? A couple issues. It's just the, the in laws uh, show up, which is kind of cool. Yeah, well, that's how the that's how the, the issue ends. It's like the um, Marco's parents show mm-hmm. up, 
And then it's like, oh, by the way, this is, you know, that's how our grand my her, that's in Hazel's narrating, like that's how my grandparents got involved. Oh, that's kind of a I don't know. I, to me, that was interesting. I was like, okay, I don't. I was like, you know, I'm good here. Like, there's not there. Like, it's not a good cliffhanger yeah. to end the arc uh, volume with, in my opinion. Now, I'm not gonna. I've never written a comic book, so I can't criticize these guys. That's not completely true. Just, but yes, you're not. You never to, finished completing the comic book. But fair enough. But to, to me, it's kind of like, all right, well, I mean, you can't think of something a little better than that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But. It, you know, I'm going to read more just because this book is so acclaimed, and I'm sure we're going to be doing a lot of these since I want to go back. Now that we're, we've got so many arc analysis, oh, we we said we go back and read since yeah. we started. Like a couple, of, like this one will be on the on the top of the list. So Gideon Falls, things like that, right? Like oh, volume twos. Because I remember what you said about the yeah. book. We'll talk about that now. But I, so I, I will say um, it was a good call that you compared this story to Romeo and Juliet because I feel. With this next arc, they're gonna look at kind of Romeo's family and his circumstances, and like that'll play a part mm-hmm. on who Hazel is. I think just keep at the core that I guess Saga is about Hazel for now, but mm-hmm. with a name like Saga, it could go to anybody, right? So yeah, yeah, go onward and and outward. So we rate these on a good or bad basis: boom for good, bah for bad, or whoosh for what did I just read? This is definitely not a whoosh because this is. Very endearing stuff. How many you whooshes have we used? We used two, three, more than more than three. Officially, I just keep th- I keep thinking about that one robot one, which is the greatest one where we figured out what whoosh was. Sorry, robot <laughs> man, that was so funny because that book started out so good, and then went, and then we're like, what is going? He just whooshes. Like, what whoosh, whoosh. That's that's the, my favorite. That's one of my favorite uh, reviews. Archives yes. from us. Yeah. <laughs> just just dumps off the deep end. We're like, what is yes. going on? Um, Bottom run. I, I, you know, even though my with, through my indifference and everything, I give, I definitely give this a boom. Like you were saying, um, even if you aren't crazy about the story and stuff, the world and the art, and just how creative it all is, just, it's gonna, it's gonna get you through it. You're not gonna stop. You just it, not that you're done. This, if you're reading it as a trade, you're not gonna stop in the middle because it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. Unless you really are sensitive to the to the underage rape thing which <laughs> you know, there's nothing happen, wrong with but it's implied that it, it goes, implied goes on in this universe so yeah yeah and that that and it comes in a left field so i don't and really, early that's that like issue like, three that they go into like yeah sex world it's like oh yeah. oh yeah. oh Darkness everywhere okay so we're, it's one of these books that's weird I don't, I don't know if i believe that you're giving this a boom i think you're giving it a boom for what it is but would you yourself actually read reread or like keep reading this book if we were going to review it well, here's to answer your question. Um, when it first came out, I only read this and stopped. Here, yeah, so. I feel like, but I don't. You should but, give but, it but the is, and I, then if it redeems itself in volume two, then you're like, sweet. This. See, I was, I was. It's a soft either way, right? It's a soft bar. It's a soft boom. I was gonna go with boom because I didn't hate my time with it. I don't regret reading it. Do you know what I mean? You read it twice. Do you feel? Are you? Did you like it better the I second time? It. I think so. I think I appreciate it more. I don't know yes. if I believe that. I'd say like that's a boss. I appreciate it. Like, I'm fine. I'm, fine then. I'm fine. I'm fine, fine, fine then. to give fine this a boss so I can give fine. it a boom. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a strong. No, I, I'm just saying though. Like, you know what you like reading, right? Yeah. And we're again, these are comic books, so people are gonna like what they like and like what they don't like. I know you under like I know you appreciate the world and like what the book is, and again, the writer and the artist are amazing. 
But if you don't like the the story, and that's usually the meat and potatoes of arc yeah, analysis. If this story sucks, like it's a so bop. Yeah, I don't like the story so far. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I'll keep it simple. Okay, fine. I'll be be real. Be real. Excuse me. I was gonna I was gonna spit something there. You should have. You should have went into your be real. And then I burped. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was gonna say be real. It doesn't matter what I was gonna say. He didn't say, but yeah. So there, fine. Bop for me. Yeah. I'm gonna give this a whoosh. <laughs> Are you? No, no, no. This is a, I've, I've read this twice. I enjoyed it more the second time because I understood more of it. And then I kept reading because I was like, all right, where are we going with this stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, at this point, the artwork is stronger than the story. Yeah. And that should be another thing that we kind of incorporate. If the story is stronger than the art, the art is stronger than the stroke. Yeah. I like that. That's a good angle. I'd like to talk to I know like for the past... 49 of these we kind of focus 90 percent on the story which is fine yep. but we should scale that back we gotta appreciate the art too because the art does carry some weight yeah imagine imagine this book being ugly i wouldn't have really i would have been like oh, i'm good it would have made more sense <laughs> to the universe i kind of yeah it would have like, this was i like the juxtaposition though i love yeah, that that kind of it's beautiful but it's gross i like it <laughs> Kind of like my ex-wife. <laughs> Damn it! You beat me to the wife joke. It's just on a silver platter, but I'm, I'll never speak ill of Kitty because she'll come from my pants. That's why. That's why I said ex-wife. Kitty come from my pants. Can't do that. The brown pants. I still have those. I'm rocking those. Those are vacation pants now. They only appreciated abroad. 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 A brunette.